0: Welcome to the That's Scheiße podcast with Ethan and Jacob. Hi everyone, today we're gonna go to communist town.
1: We're going to discuss the theoretical aspects first, I think. Right. Because there's like both a philosophical and practical way to see it. And my opinions <laughs> on both of those are very different.
0: Okay. I thought I might start just with like a simple Google communism definition. Sure, go for, for it. For all your uneducated listeners out there. <laughs> uh. So Google says it's... Communism is a theory or system of social organization in which all property is owned by the community and each person contributes and receives according to their ability and needs. Yeah, that's the definition. Nice. What do you think about communism?
1: Well, I also just... I think I wrote down just the essence of that what you just read, yeah. which is from each according to his ability to each according to his needs. And I think in theory, it's very nice because it also, it respects people with disabilities. Yeah. And it's just everyone gets enough as long as they do what they can do. Right. And I think that's a nice concept. Like you can't really argue against that.
0: Yeah, actually, I I do agree with you. And especially I think like the sharing part of it, I think sort of is a positive thing overall that you share for example your income or your revenue your as well your knowledge with everyone else so that everyone can profit and therefore a better society shall be created
1: yeah and it's just that if you yourself have too much you can give to someone who doesn't have enough right but i also think we already kind of do that to nowadays Like, even in capitalist societies, that does happen. To some extent, yeah. It's just not enforced by the law.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you imagine, like, a country or a world where everyone really is willing to contribute to this idea, I think the world actually might be a better place.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: You agree with that? I do agree, yes. And so why did it fail?
1: Because I don't think humans work in that kind of system so how do humans work they're selfish by nature yeah and you can't really force them to not be selfish
0: Mm. yeah actually i I wrote like sort of the the issue why one of the issues that uh for for the failure of um communism was like egoism and just Is that correctly pronounced? Egotism, I think. Egotism. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Egotism. Yeah. Yeah. When I look back to like these, I mean, there are still some communist uh, countries out there, uh, like four or five. But like when you really look, which ones? (laughs) Okay. uh, China is still officially a communist uh, country. Vietnam, Laos, North Korea. Really. And (laughs) Cuba. Yeah. So these are, like, the five laws remaining, sort of... Maybe there there's one or two more out there. I don't really know. But, but I do think they're, like, communists to
1: different extents. Like, not everyone is, like, North Korea.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they all sort of originate in this... I- I- like, they all started as well existing, like, on in the peak of communism. Yeah. And so... A lot of these countries, when I look back to like you know the Soviet Union, etc. Cetera, et cetera, I like sort of that these countries had a focus on different things than a country today has. So like for example, I think definitely in the Soviet Union there was a sort of a nationalism out there, but to uh, not the same extent as we see nationalism growing again today. Or like in in Russia, I think before the real soviet uh, russia there was definitely communism and nationalism are sort of a thing that comes together yeah but i think it's a different you're you're proud of the the things that your country actually is doing and providing you're proud of a country that for example stays together and everybody shares things with each other whereas today nationalism is growing again in my opinion and the way the nationalism is growing today it's just like fuck everyone else we are cool today
1: but I do think it's also been that way back in the day it was always like our country is the priority and we either need to conquer or destroy the yeah. others
0: but but do you think like in communist countries it was the same because I think the focus sort of shifts because you're actually I, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure about this but sort of I, I believe that Communists never really wanted to show that they're better than anyone else. Like, wh- when you look back, especially to uh, all these wars that are connected to uh, communism, a lot of these communist countries that sort of when, when America intervened in Korea or as well in, in uh, Vietnam... Vietnam. There have been communist parties in there, definitely supported by like other communist countries that were sort of working in the back. but it was rather the idea of communism that united them and I don't think that capitalistic America sort of really it was the idea of capitalism that they wanted to sort of spread around the globe. It was just their power yeah and, and definitely uh, communism. Russia's co- communism and Russia wanted to use its power for as well to some extent to conquer the world but it was not the same way i think like this this proud feeling <laughs> you don't understand what i mean i i do
1: but i disagree <laughs>
0: well in russia i mean they did
1: correct me if i'm wrong but i do think they like tried to conquer both finland and Oh, yeah, they did, they did a lot of they, they did really a lot nice of things. Shit. Yeah, and well, they did that because they knew they could only change those countries into communists if they owned those countries. Yeah, yeah. So, in a way, they do think their philosophy is superior. And also, Americans... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Of course, they didn't advertise capitalism because, first of all, it was already established all around the world. Like they didn't really want to convert anyone to capitalism. They just were like, oh, we're the They were projecting it. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to just show that they're powerful and are able to help, and they didn't help. They just made it worse, but they did try to help, actually. (laughs) So, yeah, I think the motivations are different.
0: Yeah, actually, I, I do agree. I, maybe I really was talking a lot of scheisse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think that there is not really a positive example of communism out there today. Not yet, or will never be, but there are some ideas that, that I 100% support. And I, I also think that there have been countries... Like for example Cuba that definitely had like big issues, but if you just would have let Cuba stay Cuba, I actually think that these countries would maybe be quite a positive example today of a of a society. That's, That's sort of the, the the thing where I'm why I'm saying I I, I think especially Russia that just use its power communism was was just like something that they used to gain more power over the over the other countries they sort of said well we're doing communism here but in reality they had all the power and they were were sort of electing who is going to be the next president of china in the case of mao for example and so, so russia is sort of a different case but if you really look at these countries i mean vietnam today i mean it's a poor country but they're very nice people They are not, like, these horrible human beings. Yeah, I'm sometimes struggling to understand why they really failed. Is it because other capitalistic countries forced them to change their minds?
1: I mean, I guess the biggest example of the one that failed would be Russia. Because, and there, clearly, it's not even the Russians people's fault. It's just one or two men we know their names (laughs) and they didn't even believe in communism clearly they just abused their power and the system that gave them that power exactly so i think communism is very fragile because you need to trust those few people who organize the whole thing to actually want the greater good because it's very easy to manipulate everyone and just do capitalism again but much
0: worse i think sort of this this is like when, when we look back at these countries sort of the issue that was never solved within communist countries was sort of how do we spread the power between everyone like there were these few people that at some point were just they had too much power they were able to execute everything that they wanted to do you could look at russia with like stalin and I mean, even to some extent today, Putin, um, you could look at China with Mao, you could also look at North Korea with all their, uh, <laughs> with, with that nice family over there. Yeah. So, so that's sort of the thing that failed. Do you think that there are solutions to maybe improve upon the system?
1: I mean, I never really gave it much thought because I do think it's kind of a hopeless cause, just incompatible but with But why us. then
0: does capitalism work better? your eyes because it basically you could say like in a democracy in a capitalistic democracy instead of the money that is spread between everyone it's it's like the power but the money isn't spread equally at all like, Yeah. so why does this work better I think it's because it just
1: gives people the illusion of justice because they say if you just work hard enough you can attain power And it also just... That hope kind of keeps people more peaceful in a way. So you
0: think it's a fraud? (laughs) It kind of is, yeah.
1: (laughs) Because exactly... Because the people that are rich now don't really want to share their money. And it's actually very hard to get higher up on the
0: ladder even if you do work hard. Yeah, well... (laughs) I I'm not going to completely disagree. I I think there are people out there that like spend a lot of their money, uh, donate everything basically. Of course. But uh yeah, I, I see there is no way that sort of the poor people can force the rich ones to share. Share, yeah. Which I think is quite a big issue. And exactly that's the part that I think communism sort of solved in a very positive way, the the, the sharing part, how to force. I mean, it, it, it isn't the case in China today. Um, it's, it's a lot of, and it even wasn't the case in, in some of the communist countries that you like needed to share everything or all your income with like everyone. There were richer people, there were poorer people in, in these countries as well. But there was sort of, there was some equality there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: personally, it's like, what i would think would be the best political or social concept would be a mix between communism and capitalism because i do think that if someone works harder that they should receive more money than someone who doesn't really work that hard or doesn't do a difficult or dangerous job so i think that everyone gets the same money for different amounts of effort isn't fair so a, a certain wealth difference i can agree with but it's just that if someone earns like three thousandths the amount of someone else just in one day yeah. then i'm like wait a second <laughs> and that's where
0: i would draw the line so maybe that's a good like point to switch sort of over to the realistic part of it because i i definitely would go in a similar direction Uh, And so we're going to come back after the break.
1: And we're back to that shy say. Now we're going to talk about the more practical and realistic aspects of communism.
0: I sort of want to continue there where you sort of stop because I think that when you look at, for example, Switzerland, over the past couple ten years of ten years or so, what has happened is that the the richer got wealthier and the poor got poorer. Sort of. Well, in reality, the poor got a bit richer, but uh, wealthier. But um, overall, there is like a huge gap between uh, the very wealthy people. And like the, well, the poor, the poor guys. Yeah, I think what a, one of the craziest things that I've heard recently was like that an average Swiss citizen h- has a capital of around three hundred thousand Swiss francs, cash. So they like own three hundred thousand Swiss francs, and I, and I I just can say I'm I'm a Swiss citizen, <laughs> and I'm really really far away. Me too. <laughs> so therefore they're there must be some really, really rich dudes out there. Of course, yeah. And that is not a good development because I think it's sort of a guess, but I believe strongly that money can, to some extent, buy power. So, therefore, we sort of live in a democratic system, which is, is nice. But if more and more people actually own less of the percentage of the the money that is around here in Switzerland, then in the long run that's gonna be a really big issue. But I do
1: also think that it could be just because like some rich CEO from abroad just moved here. Because that keeps happening. Yeah, like they keep opening yeah, yeah, yeah. their big companies. But here. there are
0: some very, very wealthy people in Switzerland, like incredibly wealthy yeah, okay with, with with just so much money no but but i understand what you mean but w- sort of my idea of a more modern approach toward towards communism would like say would like be um as soon as you get 10 th- or 10 millions let me say 10 million swiss francs you cannot have more than that yeah <laughs> it just like it Your account is like... Everything is is getting like... Just pulled away... And into like the system... And everyone else can profit off... The money that you're making... And I actually would be totally for that... uh, Pro that... I I think that would be fair... But would you... How would you
1: like... I mean as in... Does the money also include property... And land you own? Yeah. Yeah... So if you just have... One house that's worth 9 million and 999,000, then you're not allowed to have any cash anymore? Yes. Okay.
0: Fine. Yeah, <laughs> we need to be hardcore. Good. Cool. Uh, no, I mean, you, you could, like, raise this barrier to, like, 20 million or 30 million, but I don't think that anyone needs a house that is worth 10 million. So that's fair, yeah. <laughs> live with it. And, I mean, definitely, you you really... Like, the number is... It's just a number for right now you yeah. could definitely talk a lot more about the number but i sometimes think that such a system would be a mix between you know it still encourages people to make money to get to these 10 million <laughs> and like to i think with ten millions, you definitely are going to have a, a decent lifestyle right get it a little trophy like you did (laughs) you
1: got 10 million (laughs) exactly like a medal or something yeah
0: Yeah, you're like in a new club member like a membership but otherwise i i believe that such a system would definitely as well um there would be a lot of issues coming with it definitely like where's all the other money going to like who's gonna Suddenly, all the Swiss citizens have ten million, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so w- what's happening right now um but i I believe that that way you could actually sort of limit not only the cash but also the influence of someone because I think that way more people would actually be able to get to the ten millions, so we, it actually sort of would be a bit more equal as well in terms of in terms of power, yeah. I mean, I do think
1: your concept needs a lot of work to actually make it feasible, but it is a good idea because I do like the capitalist aspect of like earning your money and working your way
0: up. Yeah, and also buying shit. Yeah, I, I mean, do like my capitalist <laughs> goods. Like, just saying, you know, this is my pajama and not <laughs> someone else. I, I love that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to share that. So, I, I think they're definitely... it's it sort of also... Um, it, it motivates you, right? Yeah. You stand up every... Well, you don't, but no, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but but like you stand up in the morning and you work for yourself, you make some money, you can afford something. That's great. And buy some useless stuff. Exactly. Makes you happy. And, um, you know, get your nose fixed and yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, but it's it's the part where people work to get always like a bit more, just more, 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 more. And I think in the long term. I don't believe that we that there is just endless growth. I don't believe that. I think at one point it's sort of it's finished. There yeah. is just that's the amount of money that we're having and that there is no more and it would be ca- quite catastrophic if like
1: Wait, you mean like for a single person or like inflation?
0: I I mean sort of just like value. Yeah um not not necessarily inflation but like there is at one point on this planet and i totally believe that there's not going to be more value you cannot add value to the planet there's like a fixed amount okay well maybe yeah if we produce more children then maybe this value (laughs) goes up slightly but I don't really see how
1: value is a limited resource because it's very subjective.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, like in a, in a communist country, you don't focus necessarily on value. Yeah. Um, you, you focus on the actual goods that are out there. And that is something that I think is amazing because you don't focus, for example, on like the the price of an apple you focus on the apple yeah, and what the apple as a a thing can do for someone. Like brands and stuff like that don't matter. For example. Yeah. And so that is actually a way more realistic approach towards what an apple is, right? So like an apple is not like this thing with a price tag. It's actually just a fruit and it's a fruit that maybe is able to nourish someone else. And so that that's the way that I look at an apple. But in a capitalistic world, we tend to look at it more and more like, well, this is a green apple with like it's organically produced, yeah. And it's, I don't know, but like it's, we're adding value. Yes, value is unlimited. You're right to, to that extent. But the actual value behind the apple, which is it's still an apple, uh-huh. that's yeah, that's limited for me. That that's there is no growth out there. You, maybe a very clever company is able to sell you this apple now for like 100 million dollars <laughs> but it's still going to be and stay an apple yeah well
1: once genetic manipulation becomes really advanced then you might have to change your mind but for now i agree
0: i i don't want to go there that's that, that might be also a reason why i sort of yeah no we, we can leave it there okay with the example of the apple, we're sort of at the point where I, the biggest issues that I saw within communism, if you look into Russia, um, China, it's basically the same North Korea. It's the same till today that a lot of these countries actually lost their focus on exactly the, the, the actual value, the actual things. They sort of just tried to stay in power and gain power And so, for example, I mean, there were big, big food crises in all of these countries, which is definitely one of the reasons why they failed in the end, because, well... Just everyone starved. Yeah, exactly. That's not... not, That's scheisse. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where I personally see the biggest fail in communism, that they weren't really able to pursue this idea, but also just focus on the life of each and of each citizen. And I think that in in today's world, a, a sort of a new communistic system that, for example, would even allow, like, to some extent, democracy. Why not? I mean, it would be rather... a Maybe the term that we use today would be like a socialistic system. Yeah. Or do you think we live in one of... Uh, in a socialistic system?
1: Not really. I mean, we are in a very capitalist society right now and honestly i am kind of scared of the same thing happening again under communism so i do prefer the relative safety of capitalism right now
0: but what's what's producing this safety that safety
1: Well, first of all, I mean, in communism, there was always also this system of betraying your neighbor. Like if it was like, oh, he doesn't support the current ruler, then you could rat him out and he would be sent to a gulag. Yeah, yeah, but that is
0: not good. But that always had to do with the power thing, right? Yeah, okay. So not really with the actual idea.
1: True, but also I would want a guarantee that the power (laughs) thing doesn't happen again. Okay, and it's kind of hard to imagine
0: well, why?
1: because but it's always happened so
0: far, yeah, but but imagine i i mean I think it's I'm not sure why it it has never been really like tried out I mean China calls itself maybe a democratic communistic country, but it's it's bullshit, <laughs> so why not try it out like a democratic sort of communistic um uh, society? I mean, I think just the
1: rich people don't want that, yeah. and because they are rich and do have power,
0: they can prevent that from happening. The funny thing about it is, I'm not sure whether you have realized this, but in Switzerland we we're actually able—we were able to vote on sort of such a system. We were able to vote on the basic income. Yeah. Which goes really into this direction of—I it, mean, it's not communism, not at all, but of course, yeah, it's. A very similar idea, so that that's one of the ideas that I think is sort of in my opinion, one of the best or most interesting realistic examples that we have out that we have today. I would like to specify for the listeners what exactly that
1: vote was like I don't remember the exact numbers
0: I think it was was it a thousand or two thousand?
1: No, I think it was that the the minimum wage of one company would have to be a certain percentage of what the ceo earns that's another one is that a different one okay we had several (laughs) votes like that ads are also a capitalist prod product so
0: food for thought (laughs) the idea was that like the cleaning lady that cleans the the office space of the company could Or needs to make at least, I think it was a twentieth of the income that the boss is making. Like the highest paid uh,
1: employee. And I think that was rejected, right? Yeah, pretty. Of course. Because that is kind of a lot. Either the CEO would not make enough money or the cleaning lady would make a lot of money.
0: Exactly. The the initiative that I was talking about was, was called the Unconditional Basic Income. And the idea behind that is, I don't really see the number here now, but the idea was sort of that, you get every month like a thousand bucks. Every month, no conditions. You just get that money. Even if you don't work. Even if you don't work. Okay. And the idea behind it is sort of that, there are people out there that today need to go to work Because if they wouldn't go, they are not able to... They wouldn't survive. Exactly. But maybe with that amount of money, they could actually build something that would be more productive for the country in general in a longer perspective. So imagine someone that is working today, like a job that makes him like 20 bucks an hour. And for example, she has a son. And now she needs to work to be able to provide for the son uh, and just to make some money to barely survive. But now imagine if she would have enough money to be able to like... Invest or... On one one, one, one extent invest, but also sort of go to to school, go to university, improve, or even maybe start a business with that money. And then at one point she would be able to provide herself uh, with more money. And everyone would get this like even the richest person would get the thousand bucks maybe and I guess that would was sort of the issue why the Swiss people didn't like it as much the rich people needed to pay a lot of taxes to sort of yeah to finance the whole thing but there are actually I think there have been experiments in Finland doing this uh, to random strangers like just some random people get a thousand or two thousand bucks a month actually been quite interesting like things happening like your your life some people's life would be changed in every possible way if they got like this amount of money that's interesting i didn't really (laughs) catch that (laughs) maybe we need to make a whole episode about the basic income at one point yeah maybe
1: i think it's an interesting concept especially that apparently those Finns didn't really abuse it because i would expect that that would also just mean that that person doesn't work anymore or just does the
0: bare minimum exactly it would it need to be like exactly that amount of money that you could survive but it would be a really miserable life yeah so that you really are motivated to do go a step further and, yeah. and do something exactly
1: there's also the differentiation between marxism and anarchism do you know the difference no Well, I mean, Marxism obviously just follows what Marx said, which is basically what we discussed this entire episode. But there's also the more extreme version that's anarchism, and they're just, like, against any regulation or any law. And (laughs) 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 No. I'm sorry. And, yeah, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Could you try to explain, like, the more extreme way a bit better?
1: I mean, I don't really know much about it. I just know that there's people who are, like, against the police altogether, just don't follow laws. And they think that if they steal from a store, that they're actually doing something for the world because they're fighting capitalism. you know
0: my my very sincere and honest answer to this is it's that's shy yeah i agree because like we i think we agree on one thing which is that i think humans are selfish enough that they are the best like money or or just property is one of the best motivation for a human to to do stuff and i mean this goes as well for the burglar but yeah he stays a burglar like It is
1: illegal so, to be a burglar.
0: So, like, I mean, you know, if you like doing that, do it. But just be aware that there are going to be some consequences. I agree. Yeah,
1: because just because people are selfish, we do need laws to kind of control everyone from going overboard. I mean, I do think that police brutality is a bad thing, but that is not the fault of laws but it's the fault of just shitty policemen.
0: So, yeah. I agree. Good. Can we, like, just one last question? Yeah. Like, do you think that any of the things that we discussed today are going to get a chance in the future? Maybe. Do you think we're going to see more communistic countries in the future? Definitely. Because it
1: is becoming kind of a movement again. and even Trendy. It, it's trendy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so it it's possible okay yeah but i would think that would be kind of scheiße if
0: it isn't done well i agree i think that was it for this week yeah bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>